plug into the minds of the world's cutting-edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders who are rewriting the rules of sales and success. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Welcome back to the Selling with Love podcast. This is your host, Jason Mark Campbell. And what I want to talk about today is something that might take some anxiety for those who might be feeling paralyzed around certain metrics you might be measuring when it comes to sales. Let me explain. See, oftentimes we're going to be looking at sales and thinking, okay, how many clients am I closing? And oftentimes that's a very result-based measurement system. The thing that actually matters, which is, hey, we want to make sure sales are coming in and we're making money from the sales that are coming in. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with measuring that, but it's hard because there's so much of that that you don't control and you can't build habits or predict accurately, especially when you're getting started, how many of the clients will actually close. Because you might have a certain set of leads that might have come in from, say, an interview you were featured on. And maybe you gave an opportunity for people to book a sales call with you. And as such, you might have 20 calls to make. And now you're realizing maybe none of them closed because they weren't necessarily the most qualified leads. And I use this as an extreme example because overall, we want sales to come in. We want it to be consistently higher. But it's very hard for us to control or wake up in the morning and saying, today I'm going to close more. Well, if you don't have anything on the calendar as appointments, that's going to be a little hard to do. So what is it that is within our control and what kind of habits can we build that we can measure and we can know that over the long term, this will give us the ideal result that we want. And what I want to introduce to you as a concept is leading versus lagging indicators. Now, this is based on a book from John Doerr, which talks about measure what matters. And I'm going back into my days at Mind Valley, where we actually were doing a lot of innovative ways of management and making practices that really made us more effective in the way of creating product launches and doing all sorts of business activities that were key to a rapidly growing organization. And it works the exact same way if you're directly involved in sales. And what we realized, just like closing clients is very, very important. It is what you call a lagging indicator, meaning you can see the results of that based on all the other actions that would have happened before. But I can't just turn the knob up on closing clients without understanding that there's so many more actions that needs to happen. I mean, am I driving the right kind of traffic? Are they booking appointments? Am I doing my marketing correctly? All of those get in the way. So what does a leading indicator look like and how could I use that to make much better habits and being much more effective in bringing the end result that I want? More sales, more conversations, right? A leading indicator is something that you can fully control and do consistently, which will eventually lead to the results you ultimately want. And this becomes really, really powerful if you want to go out there and be in control of your destiny. Here's an example of a very powerful leading indicator. Say that you have a list, a database of leads that you are calling or emailing. Well, you know that if I decide to call 10 people every day, And that is my leading indicator is I make 10 calls a day. It's something you can have control over, you can do consistently, and you know that over the long term, the more calls you make, it will lead to more sales. And so amazing salespeople are very, very aware of what are these kinds of activities. You'll look at them as very high value sales activities. When I just got started in sales and I was doing 
telephone calls over leads that were coming in. Some of them were old, some of them were new, and I was booking appointments for realtors. I wasn't trying to count how many sales were coming in from the realtors I was booking appointments to because I would earn a commission from booking an appointment with a realtor who would eventually either go list a house or help people buy a house. I had no control over the performance of that realtor, no control over who was showing up to those appointments. I only had one thing under my control. How many calls am I making per day? And just like committing to 10 a day, in this case, I was actually a little more hardcore and we were doing 150 calls a day. And what would happen? Well, I would be able to eventually get into more conversation, leave more voicemails, being able to actually have those chats, which would lead to appointments. And as such, I would consistently see better results in my commissions, which could come five, six months later than when I originally booked the appointment. But I can't sit here and wait for more of these appointments to close, but I can control the amount of sales volume I can do every single day. So the question I want to throw out to you is what are the key activities that you can do based on the size of your business that you have full control over and you know will bring more results that you're looking for in terms of business revenue, business growth, or whatever your most high priority metrics are right now. This could be a series of social media posts. Let's say you're doing an aggressive strategy to grow your reach, your followers, and your appointments booked from, say, LinkedIn. Well, can we commit to writing one post a day or maybe two a day? Or maybe you're going to release one podcast every week. Or perhaps you're going to go on social media and connect with at least 20 people. Whatever is that one metric that you know that if you consistently do for, say, weeks, months, or years will lead to the results that you're looking for. Get so clear and so consistent on making that activity happen and track it. That way you can look over the long term how effective that strategy has been in bringing you the results that you're looking for. But Jason, you might be sitting here, Jason, Jason, I have no idea what that would look like. Well, let's bring it back to the absolute simplest is if you have a problem with generating sales and revenue, it either has to do with traffic or conversions, which means what are we doing to gain attention? What are we doing that build that trust? So do we have enough people that know that we exist and that we offer our products and services? If not, a big priority of yours is going to find what are the key activities that I can do so that my awareness is bigger. This is where social media platforms can play a big part. This is maybe reaching out to other persons for potential contact. Maybe that's you joining social media groups and interacting with people. Maybe that's you finding lists of qualified leads and connecting with them on social whatever it is. And of course, for those of you who are already in the community on LinkedIn, there's a lot of this stuff that we talk about with other people interested in selling with love. So if you have any questions, come on to the community, ask away, and you'll see you'll be getting tons of support in the process to help you find what your leading indicator could be if you feel that you are out there not being noticed and there's nobody that you get to call. Now, say you do have a lot of awareness and there's a lot of people that are maybe engaging with you or you have an email list, then we start talking about what are some of the things that make you earn the trust, right? So what are the times that I can book appointments? How many times am I reaching out to people, starting conversations with existing prospects? How much am I following up with people in my sales pipeline? And am I making 20 touch points every single day? Sales activities, right? When you start realizing that leading indicators are going to be what generates the lagging indicators, which are going to be the results you're looking for, you can become obsessed, you can become focused on doing the things that you know matter. And as such, you get to grow your business, make more sales, be effective in the process, while you know what activities bring you the most results. And again, if this is making sense to you, great. 
If this is making sense to you, but you don't know which indicator you should be focusing on, link in the show notes for you to come to our LinkedIn community and be bold enough to ask for help. Come into the LinkedIn community, say that you just listened to this episode and you're wondering, what do I need? And perhaps I might even select you as a case study and we're going to give you a prescription on what is the most powerful way you could start the habits that bring you the success that you're looking for. Thanks for listening to the Selling with Love podcast. It's been your host, Jason Mark Campbell. Go out there, get focused, make sales, and do what makes results happen in your business. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.